Hey there, this is Mark, and welcome to episode three of the Look Great, Feel Great podcast. And so in this episode, I want to talk about diets because I'd imagine at some point in life, the majority of you that are listening have been on a diet at some point. But which ones actually work and what is the best diet to have for both health and for weight management and weight loss? Before we kick off, though, I just want to give some thought and hopefully give some insight into the current state of play with lockdown and possibly some weight gain. Because there's a lot of pressure in the media and things to and seeing on social media that, you know, you should be using the time to do this, learning more things, exercising as much as you can and things like that. And it can become quite overwhelming to people that have struggled a lot, which many of us have, both from, you know, environments through having to deal with kids at home through schooling and things like that. And so if you've actually gained weight during this lockdown phase, you know, first of all, as weird as this sounds, give yourself, give yourself a pat on the shoulder for getting through it. It's a massively different time and you shouldn't beat yourself up for having gained weight during a time which has not just affected a few people, this has affected the world. And so, you know, this is the big thing that our environments, as I'll talk about in another issue, our environments massively dictate how we feel and how we feel will always dictate what we do. And so, you know, don't beat yourself up if you have gained a few pounds during this lockdown phase, because it is something that's affected everybody in this on this planet. And so as long as you have a plan, and again, you know, I'm going to help out with some of this. As long as we have a plan, we're going to get through the other side and we'll be able to implement these plans and start moving forward to improvement. Before anyone undertakes a form of diet or a form of change, probably the biggest thing we need to understand and implement and have actually laid out is a plan. What what is it you're trying to achieve? Because without that that why, because without that what, how are you going to implement the how? First of all, need to know what it is you're trying to achieve or what you're trying to change first off. And equally, what is that goal? What is that destination? Because until you know what you're trying to achieve, how will you know if you get there? And here's a big thing that I'm going to flip on its head. Most people will often tell you, you know, focus on your goal, focus on your targets, know what you want to achieve and all the rest of it. And I totally agree. We need to know what those are at first because we can't start without any kind of direction. But once you have that destination, once you've got that goal, I want you to forget about it. Sounds a little bit weird, but what is going to get you to that goal or destination? If you want to lose, let's say you want to lose a stone, Keep thinking about, yeah, I need to lose that stone, I need to lose that stone. That's not going to get you there. The thing that's going to get you there is the steps that you take. And I quite often use this analogy of a, of a car journey or even just a journey full stop. Once you know where you want to get to, it's pointless to keep focusing on that. It's about the journey, the vehicle you're going to use to get there. And we're going to talk about the vehicle in a minute in the diets. But then also, once you know the vehicles you're going to use, what roads are you going to use? So what methods are you going to use? What things do you need to change on a daily or weekly basis? What things do you need to do more of? What do you need to do less of? So essentially, let's put it in quotes, the old air quotes, any diet, pretty much any diet, will actually work. But, and this is the big realistic lifestyle but, 
It's all about choosing one that you can actually sustain, that you don't feel restricted on, and that you can keep going for a period of time. Because when you choose something that lasts a few days or a few weeks, what does it do? We know it kicks motivation, it kicks that, oh, I knew this bloody wouldn't work, and then we just go round and round on and off that wagon. But fundamentally, every single diet will work because, and it all comes down to, they don't tell you this often, but it all comes down to being in a calorie deficit. So what is a calorie deficit? In effect, food contains energy. Every single one of us has a set number of calories that we need to ingest every day to help us maintain our weight, to help us function. And that number is based on our age, our height, our weight, and our daily activity levels. If we regularly eat to that number of calories, we'll maintain weight. If we regularly eat just under that number, we'll lose weight. And if we regularly eat over, you get the idea. So do you need to track calories? Do you need to know and track your calories and your food and what you consume? Well, if you're not currently doing it, do you actually know how many calories you need to eat? Probably not. Also, do you know how many calories you're eating in the current foods that you're consuming? Again, probably not. And this is why so many people get frustrated around weight loss because they don't really know what they need and what they're currently having. But again, you don't have to track calories. Many diets out there actually work by putting you into a calorie deficit without actually knowing it. So things like the keto diet where you're consuming a lot of protein and a lot of fats and minimal carbs, that works on a calorie deficit because meat and uh, proteins and fat are satiating, so they keep you fuller for longer. And also there's only so much meat and fat you can eat until you feel full. But what happens therefore is you're having a smaller portion and in turn you're consuming less food in turn, you're in a calorie deficit often. That's how that one works. But is it sustainable? Personally, no. I love pizza too much. Intermittent fasting is often used, whether this is like the 5-2 diet or you just use fasting within your normal eating patterns. And basically, essentially what this is doing is you're removing breakfast. So you're not eating from your last evening meal until around about 17 hours later. So if you're eating at 7 p.m., you're then not eating again until midday, but it's choosing not to. And fasting can have many benefits. Mostly you're again creating a calorie deficit by removing breakfast, but also it can sometimes help your focus and mental clarity because your blood sugar levels, which often rise after a meal and therefore gives you a bit of an energy pickup, but then sometimes, depending on the food you've eaten, can give you an energy slump later, and this can sometimes lead to overeating as well. But it tends to balance out your blood sugar levels by fasting because you're not consuming food in the morning. But essentially, fasting is just, again, creating you a calorie deficit. Some diets integrate meal replacement shakes or packet meals and things like that. Again, exactly the same. The calories are controlled. They are a set number as opposed to leaving you open to eating whatever you like. Not necessarily a bad thing because the calories are controlled, but quite often the calories in these shakes are far too low, often around sort of three, maximum of 400 calories per meal, which generally isn't enough for people. Even the main slimming clubs that operate around sins and points and things like that, basically it's just creating a calorie deficit. They are limiting you certain foods and without calling it a calorie, because if they call it a calorie, the magic is gone. They just tend to create their own name for the product to make it sound like they've got a system, but it is just creating a calorie deficit. So what is the best diet really? Well, Personally to clients, I would always suggest, even if it's just for a short period of time, tracking calories in food because not only does it initially give you your figure that you need to eat so you're aware of a figure. Again, like I've talked about in previous podcasts, 
what gets measured gets managed. So until you actually know a certain figure, everything is up in the open. So certainly knowing how many calories you do need, but equally tracking your food allows you to see what is really in foods. Most of us for many years have just eaten what we like, but without really truly knowing the energy content of the food. So when you start to track food, even just for a short period of time, you'll start to see how much is in certain foods and some of your favorite foods, and then balance that up, and we're talking alcohol as well, and balance that up against what you actually require on a daily basis. And then you start to have at least a basic understanding and can then make more informed choices afterwards. But no, you don't need to track calories. If you just want to work with some basic fundamentals, then go with three strict meals a day. Ensure that each meal has got a decent amount of protein and fat in, as I talked about earlier. These foods take longer to digest and keep you fuller for longer. And then put some carbs in and vegetables around it. Make sure you consume plenty of water, ideally a minimum of one and a half litres a day to again keep your mental clarity up. And feeling dehydrated can often make you feel false hunger. Here are some of my tips. If you don't want to track calories for losing weight or even just maintaining weight but staying healthy and having plenty of energy. Number one, have a meal plan, even if it's just for the next day, because like I've talked about before, without a plan, how do we know where we're going? And if we don't have a plan for meals, what does it really matter what we choose? And often we'll just be left to what's available at the time. Number two, start the day strong. If you're not going to intermittent fast, then start with a protein rich breakfast, eggs, yogurt, meat, because again, like I've talked about, protein will keep you full up for longer and likely stop you snacking mid morning. If you're looking at your plate, start with the protein first. Ideally, look to have around about a palm to a hand's worth size of protein. That we're talking eggs, meats, fish, etc. Boredom hunger can often be another reason that people reach for food. When you get these times, either have sugar-free chewing gum to hand, have some water, or just move. Because it's quite often the situation or the environment you're currently in has fed those thoughts of boredom. So just change what you're doing, even if only for five minutes. And a big one to remember is alcohol counts. Um, We all like a drink, but alcohol calories not only count towards your daily caloric needs or intake, but also it can sometimes lead to food choices that you might not always have. Don't get the shiny object syndrome. Just like magpies that get attracted to shiny objects, quite often we get attracted to new marketing ideas or "Mm, this isn't working. Maybe that, oh, so-and-so is doing that. Maybe I'll do that. But it's often after only a few days and maybe even a couple of weeks Things will take a while, just stick with it, trust the process. If it's weight loss you're looking for, put the majority of your focus on the food that you're having. If it's your body shape you wanna change, firm up or improve, then start to put most of your focus on the workouts you're doing and look to incorporate some resistance training so you actually challenge the muscles. And if your main focus is on improving fitness, then you should be looking at your kind of training that you're doing and incorporating some cardiovascular work, whether it's bike, running, rowing, those kind of things that get the heart rate going and look to involve some intervals as well. And of course, if it's all three that you're looking to incorporate, then there you go. Food, resistance training, and some interval work will help, but it doesn't have to be long. Short can still be effective. It's just all about the plan and then having some accountability to actually carry it out. So one phrase that I heard when I first started my PT journey 19 years ago and has stuck with me since is this. Methods there are many, principles there are few. Methods always change in, but principles never do. 
So what does that actually mean? Well, in effect, it's like there are many ways to skin a cat. And when it comes down to diets, the diets are the methods. There are so many different methods and ways to do things, but essentially it's the principle, which is to lose weight, you need to be at a regular calorie deficit. And for weight loss, unfortunately, that's never gonna change.